the more that you do yourself and you step into your uncomfortable zone and your fear zone and you push yourself to the edge, the more you're going to be able to share that, teach that, earn money around teaching that. It expands your skill set. And we're back. With another episode of He Said, She Said. We're literally back back at our California home and it feels, well, you tell me how it feels. So moisturizing on my skin. <laughs> I swear <laughs> like we look 10 years older when we're, when we're, you know, in the desert at our Scottsdale home. It is real. It's a real that thing. That is a fact because I don't think that you can get hydrated there in the summer or winter. But especially when the summer hits, it gets extra dry. Like the last couple of weeks, I had been waking up in Arizona with literally like a leather lizard tongue. Same, like like a sandpaper stuck to your mouth. Tongue. Like couldn't even get my tongue wet. That I was like, I just need water. Like it was unsticking so your tongue when you wake up is a thing in summer when you live there. Oh my god! If you just go visit, it's even worse because you don't have time yeah, to get you're, acclimated. Yeah, your body's not used to it. Yeah, it is. It's pretty crazy. So travel with humidifiers. But anyway. Two funny things about when we first got back to the California home. So for context, you know, we keep all of our belongings. Like we keep duplicates of everything, clothing, outfits, everything that we want at each home. So, you know, you don't, don't have to travel with anything. Well, I walked in and put on some sweatpants from, you know, that have been sitting here for the past few months while we've been gone. And they were damp. And I came downstairs. I didn't say anything. And you said to me, you had just tried something on. You're like, hey, do your clothes feel damp to you? <laughs> It's so weird because we're just not used to it. And I, I put clothes on today and they didn't feel damp. No, but when you're used to something so dry. Yes. It the was just shocking. Normal moisture feels kind of damp to you at first. Uh-huh. That was the, first, the second thing I, I remember is got out of that shower. Now, when I get out of the shower in Arizona, my hair is dry by the time I hit the mirror. No joke. <laughs> Pretty much. No joke. So last night I'm trying to get ready. We're going out to dinner. We're in a hurry. And my hair's not drying. I'm like, what the hell? And I forgot your mm-hmm. hair doesn't dry here like it does in the. Yeah you know, Death Valley. I have to add like probably realistically minimum three to five minutes to dry my hair here. Added additional. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Speaking of going to dinner last night, that's good to go have that date night. We had a great date night. We have a favorite restaurant here. We have a couple of them, but we got to go to one of our favorites and we asked each other a question. So we were having a cocktail waiting for our table and I was like, what do I want to know? And so I said, let's ask each other questions we've never asked each other before. And so what it made us both do is be like, huh, what if I never, I mean, we've been together now. We just realized I've been with Chris longer than I have been without Chris. Yeah. You reach that tipping point. I reached the tipping point. So my, I like, I don't even know who was I before Chris. I have no, BC. (laughs) BC, BC, before Chris. BC. But this is such a fun question. If you guys have not asked this question to your partner or even your bestie, like, hey, let's ask each other. Let's go to dinner. Ask each other questions we've never asked each other before. Do you remember the first one you asked me? Mm-mm. Me neither. I was literally sitting here trying to, I remember it was a really good oh, one yeah, too. Oh yeah, I did. I said, I said, which one of your girlfriends taught you because we ne- we don't really ever talk taught about me a significant each lesson about life. Yeah, I said taught you a significant lesson about life that, but that was you the become second one you asked me. You asked me a good person. one before that. Oh, I think it was something about your dad. You also asked that one. You said it was the best piece of advice that your dad gave you. That was those two questions you asked, but you you opened with a different one. It was really good. Oh no, I think it was just as simple as you said. What's a question that you've never asked me before since we've been together? Mm. I think that's what you kind of started with, yeah. and then it led into those other ones as well. Yeah. 
So super fun because, well, we're going to keep using this question because what a cool way to learn way more about each other. You just dig into areas that you're kind of like, eh, I feel like I know. That's kind of how I feel. I'm like, I, I feel like I kind of know you. Oh, you asked me one of my biggest regrets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah Interesting. Yeah. And I had a really lame answer. It was that I didn't take advantage of the power of compounding interest when I was younger. <laughs> That's not a lame answer. He he told me what he thinks our compounding interest would be. And that that was a lame answer, meaning... I'm very sad about you not taking advantage of the yeah, company. Who needs an extra 20, 30 million bucks anyways? No, exactly. Speaking All of right. which, I taught in a group today and people were, you know, firing off questions, a whole bunch of entrepreneurs. And part of the way through it, somebody said, how do you know so much about so many things? And I thought that was pretty interesting. We just talked about it on our walk. Like, how is it that we know how to raise money for a business? How is it that we know how to launch podcasts? How is it that we know like about all these things? And we came to a conclusion that we thought we should share with everybody. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited to share with you that this podcast, Earn Your Happy, is now a part of the Growth Day Podcast Network. Truly, this is like one of the most exciting things that has ever happened to me. I'm telling you, I no longer feel like I'm doing this alone. And I actually get to collaborate with the people who host the podcast that I'm obsessed with, like that I have been listening to myself, who inspired me to start a podcast, who have taught me about how to go and do the thing, like the original people who got me motivated through listening to their podcasts. You guys, a bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and to support shows and brands that we believe in. And one of my friends are also on this network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to their show. You guys, I just had Danielle Canty on of the Boss Babe podcast. She co-hosts it with her other amazing co-host and one of my friends, Natalie Ellis. You guys, you can go check out that podcast on mine. It's episode 925 and Danielle and I talk all about burnout and how that could be showing up in your life and most importantly how to prevent it but i want to tell you if you have not gone and checked out the boss babe podcast yet go subscribe because it is one of the largest online communities for ambitious women and female entrepreneurs and i know that if you're listening to the show chances are that's probably you you guys they have 3.6 million followers and 380,000 subscribers the boss babe podcast is the place where they share real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance and learning how to balance it all. Most of all, you guys, truly these women are in my life. Danielle and Natalie are people that I text on a weekly, monthly basis when I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel stuck. What should I do? I tune into their podcast, you guys, to learn. Even though they're my friends, I am still like crazy obsessed with this podcast because I learn something new every single time I listen. It makes me be a better podcaster. It makes me be a better businesswoman. It just makes me be better and more confident out in the world because they're so real and raw. And I can tell you that in the moments where I have had horrible days, down days, I've either gone and listened to this podcast or I've texted them because these are the people who truly get it. You want to listen to the people who are walking in the same footsteps that you are. You guys, go check out the boss babe podcast you're not going to be sorry and it's just gonna like make you way smarter and you're gonna have way more fun so go check it out well i get asked this i get asked a similar question pretty much exactly the same question but people say how 
did you start doing what you do? And a lot of times they mean, how are you teaching these things? How are you monetizing these things? Like, how did you start to get to be able to have this career that's built in these really, to them, you know, to our particular audience who wants to do what we do, to the things that you enjoy doing? And the simple answer is that we have done them ourselves. Yep. And the more that you do yourself and you step into your uncomfortable zone and your fear zone and you push yourself to the edge, the more you're going to be able to share that, teach that, earn money around teaching that. It expands your skill set. So this is like a duh, no brainer. But at the same time, instead of just saying, oh my gosh, how did they do that? What is something that you want to do that you could step into in a small way? Or what is something that you know, you want to be learning that you could just take a leap and build your wings on the way down. Well, here's what I said on the walk. I said, we just do a lot more than the average person because we're multi-passionate. And the more that you do, the more that you learn. The more that you learn, the more you have to teach or the more valuable you are to other people. Yes. So some people are like, hey, I want to do more things so I can teach them whether they just want to teach them because they enjoy teaching or they want to monetize it, right? That's one avenue. But the other avenue is our relationship capital is off the charts because we can help so many important people because we have done so many things at this point that they now want to do, right? They're like, hey, I'm in a stage where I want to start a podcast. How do I do it? Hey, Mm -hmm. we've done it. Hey, I want to raise money for this idea. How do I do that? Hey, we've done it. You know, hey, I want to put on an event and I've never done it before. Hey, no problem. We got you. We've done it. Mm-hmm. We've just done so many things because we're so multi-passionate. Mm-hmm. So if there's a point to this, it's if you find yourself wanting to be more valuable to people, meaning in exchange for a dollar or just to help more humans out mm-hmm. or in order to build up your relationship capital and your network more, then you have to find a way to be more valuable. And you that means if you're working backwards, you have to do more things in order to learn more things, in order to have more value. You know, and this doesn't just mean like, oh, you got to go do an event. You got to go write a book. You got to go raise money. That's not what that is because value comes in many different forms for people. For Chris and I, we don't necessarily always want to hang out with people who do the same stuff as us. We really enjoy learning from people who know other languages, who know a lot about different countries, who maybe know a lot about cooking or know a lot about wine. So what are some things that you could learn that you could add value to people? Like we love being around creative people or musicians. Like we love getting filled up from those things and being around that and listening to like their experience with that. And, you know, we have a great couple friend and one of them knows a ton about the alcohol industry and business. And the other one is a sports agent. And I can't get enough of conversations with them because it's different than what I'm doing. They've spent so much of their lives, you know, adding like learning the value of that and being able to add value to our lives by just being interesting in what they do. So value doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go and do a ton of things either. It could be learning certain things and being more valuable in your conversations even. Yes, you can be more valuable in your conversations, but this is where you and I differ. And, you know, sometimes it's okay to have a fork in the road and you go left and I go right. I'm a firm believer that you can't read a couple of books and then go teach it. I'm a firm believer that you can't listen to a handful of podcasts on a subject and then go teach it. I'm a firm believer that you can't just go have some conversations and regurgitate what those conversations were. I am a firm believer that you need to do something and learn to do it well before you can be teaching it. So 
what your point was, because I don't want to diminish it, your point was, hey, if you just want to be more interested in conversations, then the more that you learn about, know about, watch about, whatever, then you're going to be more interested in conversations. My point is, if you really want to be more valuable in life to people, which brings you more value back, then you got to be a multi-passionate doer. Okay. I'm going to bring up one argument then. Okay. Because I just had one of the best conversations on a podcast with someone who's extreme, extremely well-known and popular, who's just a researcher, who is a data researcher, like Brene Brown as well. And she's probably considered an extremely valuable person because of reading and research. I would argue that that's how they studied, but then they went out and they applied it. True. Each one of these people that you're mentioning, I know for a fact that they have gone out and applied it at a very successful level and then realized, oh, wait, this works, and then amplified it after that. So we're both sort of correct. (laughs) I didn't know this is a right or wrong kind of thing. (laughs) It is. This is a debate. Oh, okay. Who's winning? I am. You're always winning, babe. Mm-hmm. Even when I'm right, you're winning. Mm-hmm. See what I did if there? If you want a good life. See what I did there? Yes. <laughs> All right. Annoying. Do you have any, any uh, nails in a coffin you want to put on this thing? Just that you're annoying. Just wow. Kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. You know what? Our water is boiling. We're making pasta tonight. So Yum. this is like the perfect time to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Don't worry. We'll teach you how to make pasta after <laughs> we make it and eat it tonight. You know what? I don't just read about making pasta. I do it. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Always love and appreciate you. We'll see you next week. I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it's just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com.
Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com.